Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 45. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania, where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week, we put together a podcast where we answer a question that somebody has proposed to us that really they're seeking an answer for their own Christian life, or maybe they've had somebody ask them that question and they need an answer to give back to that person. So here we are, once again, looking at a question that really has to do with the Christian life. And to be honest with you, today's question is one that really is reflective of a struggle that we all have. And really the issue has to do with how do I keep from sinning? In fact, the particular question that we're going to wrestle with is, is it possible not to sin as a Christian? Is it possible not to sin as a Christian? So we're going to look at that question today because there are some groups out there who basically say, yes, it's possible. It's possible to reach a place of what they would call perfection, Christian perfection, where I become like Jesus and I'm no longer able to sin. So what we're going to do is is we're going to basically answer the question right up front. Basically, the answer is no, it's not possible to get to a place where you're going to not sin. Now, having said that, that's not an excuse to go do what you want to do and go ahead and sin anyhow because that's what happens. We're going to sin. Nope, that's not the perspective of the Bible. In fact, what we're going to see is that the Bible has a perspective, the Bible has a an outlook on the issue of sin in our lives. So we're going to discuss that. But before we get to the issue of how the Bible views you and I and the issue of sinning, I think it's pretty important for us to note that really there are two types of sin. Two types of sin. What do you mean? Well, there are sins that we commit willingly and knowingly. I think everybody's aware of that one. There are sins that we commit that we do willingly and knowingly. They're right on the forefront of our minds. We give in to temptation. We stumble. We fall. We sin. We're aware that we're doing it. We're conscious of it. And to be honest with you, that's usually what we think of when we think of not sinning, is being able to stop from willfully sinning. There is a second type And it's a little bit more trickier. And the second type is the sins that we do ignorantly. What I mean by that is we sin without knowing that we sin. It's possible for you to sin and not know that you're sinning. In fact, most of the Old Testament sacrifices were made for the sins that we did unknowingly. 
So the reality is, is that sin is very much a part of our lives. We're going to sin. But you say, okay, now wait a minute, George. When I read the Bible, it's telling me a standard of holiness that I'm to be like holy as God is holy and I need to stop sinning. I've got numerous passages that point to that. How can you say that it's not possible not to sin? Well, let me give you the perspective of Paul. And then I'm going to point out something to you from the Apostle John. So first of all, the perspective of Paul we see in Romans chapter 6 and chapter 7. First of all, when you look at Romans chapter 6, verse 1, Paul's asking a question of his readers. He says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He's anticipating a question from his readers saying, because of grace and the forgiveness of Jesus, we should just go ahead and do what we're going to do. It's okay to sin because where sin is, grace is there even more. But he goes on and says in verse 2, certainly not. How shall we who have died to sin live any longer in it? He's basically saying no. Just because there's grace and just because there's forgiveness, you should not be pursuing sin in your life. In fact, you need to be living as one who has died to sin. And the rest of chapter 6 basically talks about not yielding yourself to sin. However, then, when you come to chapter 7, it's pretty interesting because when you get to verse 13 of chapter 7, Paul kind of shares his own personal struggle with sin. Look with me as we go through there, and I want you to see that what he says is, look at verse 14, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I'm carnal, sold under sin. So right off the bat, he's saying, look, I'm a carnal guy. I live in a fleshly body that sins. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law, which is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to find to perform what is good I do not find. Listen to verse 19. For the good that I will to do, I do not. But the evil that I will not to do... I practice. He's basically saying the thing that I want to do, I don't do it. But the thing that I don't want to do, meaning the sin, I just end up doing it all the time. And so there's frustration there. And listen, look at verse 24. And I think this pretty much sums up the attitude. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? That's his struggle with sin. But here's what he's saying. Look at verse 25. I thank God through Jesus Christ. Now, if you go over to 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, the Apostle John basically is kind of saying the same thing that Paul's saying. Look at what he says here. My little children, these things I write to you that you may not sin. Isn't that what Paul was saying? Don't continue in sin that grace may abound. Look, we're dead to sin. You don't need to be yielding your members to sin. Look at what John says. If anyone sins... We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not only for ours only, but also for the whole world. Look, this is what the perspective of the scripture is. God calls us to holiness. God calls us to stop sinning. 
God calls us to turn from sinning. God calls us to to live our lives in such a way that we're not yielding our bodies to sin. However, the Bible recognizes that you and I are human beings. We're going to sin. We're going to sin willfully. We're going to sin ignorantly. But if you sin, listen, you need to grasp this reality. Jesus Christ already paid the penalty for your sin. He forgives you. And he is your advocate because he satisfied God's wrath. He was the atoning sacrifice, the propitiation for our sins, but not only for our sins, but for the whole world. So listen to me. Is it possible not to sin as a Christian? The answer is no. But we need to strive to cease from sinning. But if you fall, and folks, you will fall, you will stumble. You need to recognize that you have someone who is there to advocate for you, who has died for you on the cross, giving you forgiveness over sins, all sins in your life. Let me leave you with what King David said in Psalm 37. I think this is pretty powerful, and I think it sums it up. He says this in verse 23, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, And he delights in his way. God has ordered the steps of your life, and he delights in you. But listen to what he says in verse 24. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Folks, that's grace. That's forgiveness. That's life. Recognize that. Finding Clarity podcast is really an opportunity that we have at the Kerbinsville Christian Church to answer questions that you might have about Christianity. You're saying, well, George, I have a question. How can I get that to you? Well, there's several ways that you can do that. Number one, if you attend our service, you can always ask me the question or throw the question into the offering plate and somebody will get that to us. By the way, if you don't have a church home, we would encourage you to visit us here at the Kerwinsville Christian Church. We're located at 700 State Street, Kerwinsville, PA, and our service starts at 1045. You don't need to worry about how you dress. We're a come-as-you-are church. We're just interested in you learning and knowing Jesus Christ. You can also contact us through our church webpage, kerwinsvillechristian.org. Just go to the contact page. And you will see a way there that you can get in touch with us and let us know what your question is. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. In fact, we would encourage you to like the page so you can keep up with what's happening with the podcast and hear all of the episodes there. But while you're there, you can send a message to us. You can also write on our wall and say, hey, George, here's a question. Next week, we're going to look at another question concerning the Christian life, and it has to do with the Old Testament. And oftentimes I find that there is a struggle among Christians concerning what should they obey and what shouldn't they obey. So here's what we're going to look at next week. Do I need to obey the Old Testament law? Do I need to obey the Old Testament law? Until next week, take care.